Hello, welcome to a new newsroom. Oh my gosh, so much news. I am Steve. I am also Steve, the one that's not drinking or sneezing while the show starts today. <laughs> um, if you are hearing this on Sunday, um, you have already listened to the Twilight Zone review. The show. Highlight Zone. The Highlight, the Highlight Zone. Zone. I know, I always, always say Twilight Zone. Um, episode 5, no matter what iPod says, you might have to re-download <laughs> that for the right uh, title. Uh, but yeah, we got one coming out soon for next month, right? Yeah, well, we have one that we're recording next, which has two level 10 rated episodes, including, uh, Steve, I would love to get you on to this one because I, I think that the best episode of Twilight Zone out of all of them is the one that's coming up next. And I okay. think that it it's the same story if you told it today would be just as terrifying. And I kind of want Jordan Peele to make it. But I think that if he did, it would be so biased and on on a certain thing that I wouldn't really like it. So I don't know if it would like ruin the story for me. But if you ever wanted to watch Monsters or do on Maple Street and join us, it's such a good episode, and we're going to talk about that one next. So All right. yeah, well, keep me keep me in the loop. Um, but uh, I just saw because Steve is not going to see it, but I just saw the Marvels. Yeah, um, well, let's talk about the let's talk about the kind of build up to this because. Um, it's so originally I, it was just getting bad reviews from the people I was seeing, and then Variety came out yesterday with like, oh, it's getting like mixed to good reviews. Then IGN gave it like an eight out of ten, so I didn't know what to believe. I was like, I don't know what to believe with this movie. Like, so- just like every movie, I go in and hoping for the best. I always want the best. Always want the best. Of course, yeah. Who so. wants to go in and really hate something? I mean, <laughs> me. I I really I, I not like this though. So the funny thing is, there was silence for like the first five seconds before I came on because when we went to AMC, it wasn't the AMC enjoy the show. It was AMC enjoy the concert. And we're like, oh, no, is this Taylor Swift? Is this, did they put the wrong movie on? It my, was my first thought. And then the Marvel logo came up and I'm like, oh, thank God. They just put the wrong. They put the wrong. Oh, like, OK. On. Yeah. So I was like, you oh. know, wait a minute. Based on your last episode, I think you I would see it. See t- I knew it. You're such a tool. You were just. I would see. It. I would see her show. I give her all my monies. She's fantastic. Um, but okay, so let's get into let's get into the positives first. I I love the actress who plays Miss Marvel, the the girl. She is such like a light and joy, and like she's perfect casting. Just I, they must have. I mean, there must have been no doubt when they casted her as Miss Marvel because she is just, she brings so much brightness and like levity and like kick assness to the to to Miss Marvel and this in the Marvels. It was great to see her on screen and her like still have that drive, that like that passion, and you could see it. Uh, Monica Rambeau, it was excellent as always. Um, I mean, uh, Captain Marvel, what's her name? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Great actress. She wasn't as bad as people said in this. She's okay. I still don't think she wants to play this part anymore. There there are parts where she just kind of is saying lines. You know what I mean? Like, she's just kind of saying lines, not, like, acting. It didn't feel like she was acting. Only, but... Honestly, it was only like one or two moments I pulled out. Um, people said there's no story. There's a story, and it's 
no worse than fucking Thor Love and Thunder. It's no worse than Multiverse. It's no worse than Thor Dark World. It's it's no worse. It's is it like the best thing ever? No. Is it the worst thing ever? No. It's it's just okay. It was an okay story. Um the only the, now that I'm going to, to school for script writing, the only big like huge plot hole was the thing that could have done to not have any of the the things happen could have been done at any time point in time if they if if someone just calmed down and said why don't you do this thing and I'll explain it I don't want to spoil anything um in case you want to see it so I'll I'll, I'll wait till a couple minutes from now um so that was like a huge plot hole some of the lines are, are terrible <laughs> I mean they're like Avatar two level terrible so the whole script is not you terrible. Know- but some Nia, of the lines, Nia, individual lines, are terrible. What are you gonna Nia say? Nia DaCosta wrote this. Nia DaCosta. Um, okay. Who who wrote? Do you know who wrote it? Um, you said she directed it, not wrote it, right? She directed it. Oh no, she did write the screenplay. Okay. So some <laughs> of the lines are not great. They're not great. With Megan McDonald and Elisa Karasek. <sighs> okay. Three wrote I mean, it. some of the lines aren't great, and it, some of the lines are like. You know, every good script has to say, oh, we're the Marvels. I'll say the name of the movie in it. That's a sign of any good script, as we all know. And it just definitely does that. And you're like, oh, it just like, it's just a little like, oh, my God. No, don't don't say that. Um, it's a movie that you have to buy into. Like, if, if you don't get that, like, joy of watching this Marvel, you are not going to like this movie. If you don't like her portrayal of that teenage character... You're not gonna. You're just not gonna like it because she is like the shining star in all of this stuff. She's like her and her family. So any Marvel movie, right, Steve? As we come, difference between Marvel and DC. Marvel is very much more focused on the family and what happens to the family and the family bond and like the the blowout of what happens to that family. Um, be it a family you make, i.e., Guardians. Um. Or like Iron Man, Spider Man, that little you know that little group, um, Spider Man and Aunt May, just like in 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 Miss Marvel. If you haven't seen the show, it's about her and her family. It's about how her grandmother came from India and like the the whole like mystical thing. Um, and it's it's excellent. It, it, like I said when we reviewed reviewed it a long time ago, it reminded me of The Flash, the first couple of seasons of the Flash TV show. Which were excellent until it got crappy. Um, you have you have made that analogy a couple of times. Yeah, and she reminds me kind of Grant Gustin that has that like energy and like yeah I want to do this I'm gonna give it my best and like toward the end Grant Gustin was like yeah I'm kind of done with this because the stories suck and it's terrible. Uh, but she hasn't gotten to that point yet. Um, I will say it's weird seeing this Nick Fury again after Secret Invasion because he's a very different person after Secret Invasion. Um, I think really? they're just like they're not acknowledging Secret Invasion. You don't need to see it. It has no impact on anything anymore. Um, Nick Fury is back to being like Nick Fury from like the first Avengers with the like whippy one-liners and stuff like that. And that's good. Okay. Like he's he's enjoying the role again. You can tell. Like he's having fun with it. Um, just a lot of cats, a lot of flurkins in this one. So if you're not a cat person, you're not gonna like it. And it's kind of it's kind of funny how they use it in the end to save people. It's it's pretty amusing how they do it. Um, 
So I'm going to review it and give you my star rating out of five. Um, I already think and, I have a guess. And then and then I'll go on a slight spoiler. And we'll talk about the post-credit scene. Um, there's actually kind of two post-credit scenes. But the first one is like attached to the end of the movie. So you don't have to stay for it. Oh, okay. Because okay. I keep on reading that there's only one and it's considered mid-credits. Yeah, mid, there's one mid-credit and there's one like they could have done as a as an end credit. Got it. Um, but okay. What do you think my rating is out of five? I think you're gonna say it's a three. I think you're yeah, gonna go like right down. Solid mainstream. three. Yeah. Solid <laughs> three. It's... it's not the worst. I would see it again. We actually we're going to the Alamo Draft House, as you know. We bought tickets for that because I thought that was opening weekend. Um, we're not gonna change tickets because Oh, kinda... is that why? Because yeah. I was like, I thought you were seeing Draft House right now. Okay. That's no, um, it was opening. And we we're like, we, we can change tickets. We'll go see something else if it's not good. But we kind of we both kind of want to see it again. Chris, what do you give it? Three? A three and a half. Yeah. Chris gave it a three and a half. Um, okay. Any movie, any critic, and like it's the same thing when Cisco and Ebert were alive. I usually, you know, sided with Cisco, not every time, but I was usually a Cisco guy. And like if he liked it, I most likely liked it. And like the people I like on the internet hated it. Like, and I can understand, I can understand why they hated it. There is a there is a dance scene, there's a singing sequence in it. Uh, but that's how the planet like talks. That's their language is singing. So like it, that's how they kind of work around right. it. I can I can yes, exactly. If you're not into that, that is the face you're gonna have through this whole movie. The well, face I mean, I didn't speaking. I didn't make a I didn't make a gross throwing. No, it's just like I was just yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I get it. Um right. there is a funny line though, and I'm gonna spoil it right here. Uh, so she is a princess. She gets married to the king of that planet. Miss uh, uh, Captain Marvel marries her. Um, like she doesn't want to go back there because she's married to him um, for political reasons or whatever. And it's very cute. And they're singing, and they get to the castle, and the guy's like singing to her, like "Yeah, you're back," and blah blah blah. blah. And she goes, "Okay, we gotta stop singing. I need to talk to you." And then he stopped. He's like, "Okay." And Rambo and uh, Miss Marvel was like, what? He's like, oh, she he's bilingual because <laughs> he just talks normal. That's, that's a funny line to me. That's Dude, a good line. Okay, that's a good line. That's a good line. bilingual because he can freaking dance, uh, sing, and speak. Okay. Just speak regular? That's great. That's a great line yep, to me. That is a good line. That, that is made me line. laugh. That made me laugh. Uh, all right, let's get into <laughs> that's actually pretty clever. I it like is. That. Um, let's get into the big, the big plot hole for me. Spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. So it's uh, not the not the scrolls, but the ones what um from the first guardian. What was that guy? The bad guy. From it. Ronin. Okay. Ronin destroyer. Yeah. His, his people. Cree. The Cree. Yeah, the Cree. They, it's all about this Cree person who has Ronin's um battle thing, by the way. He has uh, his his hammer thing? Yeah. Um she not is with right. the not with the power stone in it though, right? No, she no, but she no. finds Just... so Miss Marvel has an amulet. That her grandmother gave her, um, and there's a pair of amulets. Is that's what she is looking for in the beginning? So that's how she gets more power is through the the co amulet um, that's hidden like on some planet somewhere. So okay. um, the whole point is she is trying to steal resources from other planets to make the Kree homeworld livable again because they're about to die. The planet is about to just die off. Uh, so she steals air from one planet. She steals like water from another planet, and she tries to steal our sun for Earth. Um, 
So that's that's the key thing. And 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 at the end, you know, the bad the bad lady dies, and she's like, "I'll just reignite the sun." That's what Rambo says. She's like, "Why don't you just reignite the sun?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> why don't I do that?" And that's what she does, and she saves the planet. Hmm. Like, why didn't you do that ten years ago? Because because they call her the Annihilator, Captain Captain Marvel, because she went to the Scroll World. And it was being run by like this AI, and she destroyed it because she thought she was freeing them, and it actually killed them. So she's been living with this guilt, and that's why she's so like within the skull, you know, scroll, you know, conflict. Are there uh, scrolls? Are there scrolls in this movie? There are. There's a planet of scrolls. Okay, okay. Um, so they didn't get rid of secret invasion stuff altogether. No, and they're, they're not shape shifting. They're the scrolls. Okay. They're scrolls on a planet. And they're they're supposed to be like a refuge planet for them. Still doing fake faces all over the no, place. No, no fake faces in this. At oh, just all. the their regular green yeah. scrolls. Yeah, just scrolls. Huh. Um, I think they're getting away with it. I think they, I really think they fine tune this toward the end, um, because secret evasion is not mentioned, face shifting is not mentioned, um. So that was like that's the biggest plot hole I found, um. And then like, so the hole needs to be. The big thing is the hole that the sun was going in, you know, getting sucked from. The bad lady, like, made this bigger hole that went to another dimension, another universe. So Rambo has to go and close it from the other side, and she's lost. She's gone. She's no longer in the main universe. Really? Yeah, she's done. So um, that's, like, that's the ending, right? So Miss Marvel and, and, and Captain Marvel, Miss um, Marvel's family moves into um, uh, Rambo's old house in Louisiana because their house gets destroyed during the fight. Oh, that's what I have to say, too. The fight sequences are actually pretty fucking awesome. And it's shot beautifully. Like, it is a beautiful movie to watch, and it's shot great. The action sequences are really good. Um, so I'll give them that. Um, but, like, at the end, so the first, the first credit sequence before the credits start. Um, you see, what's her name, Chris? Oh. The Hawkeye girl? Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Yeah, you see New York City, Kate Bishop walking in, and uh, and Miss Marvel sitting in the chair like Nick Fury was at the end of Iron Man. And she's like, so, you want to, you want, you're not the only vigilante. So she's basically copying what Nick Fury is, but she's doing it like as a 16-year-old girl, and, like, all nervous. So it's super funny and super cute. And she's like, so you want to be a team? And you just see Kate Bishop smile and then goes to credits. Okay. So they're forming the Young Avengers as we speak. This is the, okay. the lodging point for Young Avengers, basically. Which we kind of like, knew. Which is, like, 99% female, right? Everybody in this movie, except for Nick uh, what's his name? I just Nick blanked Fury on the prince. Nick Fury is is a girl, right? Including yeah, the cameos. They literally brought everybody in. That's a very divisive thing I keep on reading is that it's the most pluralistic or singularistic Marvel movie yet. Yeah. And they compared it to it even <laughs> Captain America Civil War was 50% Scarlett Johansson and 50% yeah. him for half the movie. They're saying that this is the most biased. That's what I read. And uh I just, I was just curious if that's what it is. It seems like they're only showing the females, and it's like, what's her name is back that we all love, Valkyrie, and I'm like, well, oh yeah, the show Valkyrie is back for a second because she's a very popular female character. It's like they only wrangled in the female character. But there's a reason for her because the the scroll, so they steal the wind, the air from the scroll um, planet, 
So they need to evacuate them. So Captain Marvel is like, I need to find some place for you. And then, so she calls Valkyrie because they have, they're, they're also refugees on right, Earth. Right. So yeah. it makes sense within it. Because you're not going to call Thor because he's not king anymore. No. no so you no. have to call her. So yeah. it makes sense. It's logical within the universe. Um, it is yeah. very much a female-centric movie. And if that's, if you have a problem with that, then that's, you know, if you have a problem with that, I can't, there's nothing I'm going to change. It's just an that. observation. It was just one yeah. of the things that I read on there that was different, that made this different than any other one, it's including Captain Marvel. Feel. Yeah. Including Captain Marvel had, what's his name, as the antagonist, who yeah. was a male character. And even this one, they're like, nah, we're going to keep it all in-house. And it's like, okay, eh, all right. Let's well, it's, see how it's that the works. Marvels. It's, it, there's no male Marvel. I'm sure if there was, they'd include, include him, but there, there isn't. There's a lot of Nick Fury, though. There is a okay, lot if of there's Nick a lot, because... Okay, I didn't and the, get that. And vibe. the other side character, it's like this, the prince has a good solid role, even though it's small. Like he actually does stuff. It's not like just there you're to doing be there. Like an, you're doing like an apology to no, it. I'm just saying one of the things that I no, saw when they released the post credit stuff yeah. online, they were like, yep, pretty much every female character except for Ant Man's daughter made yeah. an appearance in this. And it's like, oh my God, that's a little bit jarring. What? That's a little too on the nose for me, but I wasn't going to see this lump of crap anyway. So it doesn't matter. I I, so. I don't think, I honestly don't. I think Sarah would like it. I think if Sarah watched it, she would like she, it. She may, because she did kind of line up with you on the other ones, like Miss Marvel. She thought she even thought that I might like Miss Marvel because it had a Wes Anderson tone. At least yeah. she said for the first few episodes, she goes, yeah. you would like it. And then she told me straight up, she goes, you will hate She-Hulk. But she did have me watch the finale because of that weirdo ending. Yeah. Um, And I did like that actress. But, you know, I, I like what I like. And it's just not for me. That's OK. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, And like, if you don't like Miss Marvel or you don't like Captain Marvel or you don't like uh Monica, and then you're not gonna like the movie. It's just you see, I did like I like Monica a lot. She, she remember this, she was one of my favorite characters. And that's another kind of thing that I they kind of made this like fake, like she hates Captain Marvel for not coming back after her mom died. And it's like she's Captain Marvel, she's saving the freaking universe. Like that's kind of selfish. That's the that's the yeah. one thing I didn't yeah. like too. Is that that's another thing that kind of gnawed at me, which really knocked it down like a full star because that's a that's a trope that doesn't need to be there. You can make her happy to see her because she's happy to see her because she knows she's saving lives and back in her life. Like yeah. that's kind of that that was kind of not great writing, okay. uh, well, in my opinion. This is all in my that's opinion. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah solid no, three. Uh, let's talk about. When you see it again, you're going to have to look for something because I saw someone write this okay. on the IGN thread that made me kind of laugh. They said that the CGI was atrocious. They said it's the worst they've seen. And they said, but hold on a second. This is one okay. thing they said is these animators clearly forgot what eye lines were. And they took a screen cap from three different sections in the okay. movie where Kamala, whatever her name is, is supposed to be looking at one of the cats. And the cat is like, a foot over to the side okay. and she's literally looking at like nothing. Then there's a scene where they're flying around and she's talking to someone, but the person is literally like behind her. And they were saying that the CGI, they just could not get eyeline straight Did on this. So when you CGI see it a second bad? time. Yeah. Chris is shaking though. I, 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 okay. didn't, you just... I didn't, I didn't pick up on it, but I wasn't looking at the eyelines either. Oh, no, that's okay. I just thought that was a funny thing to know. I will, I will like, look okay. for it, especially with the cats. Cause they're, there's a they're all cats. over the place. Right. Yeah. So, so okay, so see, That's you're not gonna see to it. Do. So I'm just gonna tell you what happened. So they have to evacuate the space station they're in. 
Um, so and then they find like all the chlorogen like uh, 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 hatching from these eggs they found on the space station. So there's a ton of cats, and they're like using the chlorogen to eat the people so they can herd the cats into the shuttle to escape because they can't take everybody in the shuttle, but the chlorogens can hold a lot of people because they'll just spit them back out. They use the cats as storage, like. <laughs> All right. See, I. You know what? I am not hating a couple of these lines. That's I mean, really an interesting. Re- thing. I don't that's like why people. That's like ab- the TARDIS, right? It yeah, looks exactly. bigger, bigger on the on inside, inside, right? Yeah. And I don't understand. I really don't understand the hate for the script. It's not a bad script. Fucking Dark World is way worse than this. To this me, movie it literally is. seems like Captain Marvel is way worse because there's nothing yeah. redeeming about that on a second viewing. It's, this it's I'm already liking some movie. lines. I don't think it's terrible, but it doesn't do anything either. You know it what I mean? It just introduces her. people like me. But anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah this this is an uh, this is a more positive than freaking Thor and Love and Thunder was, or Quantum Mania, or um the other Doctor Strange one. I mean, if you want to talk about dropping okay. the ball, right. Doctor Strange is the one that dropped the ball. That could have been awesome. But uh, yeah, agreed. Not. And I mean, even what's her name is distancing herself from oh, that. This and... is a good segue. Because in Doctor Strange, we saw Professor X, didn't we? So uh, in a weird world, we did. So in um in this post credit scene, Monica wakes up in the in that universe, and she's pulling. She's in the white room. She's pulling, you know, stuff off her hand, like the medical, like you know, things that I can attach. Then all the head, all of a sudden, you hear a fucking Fraser, and you're like. Oh, is she awake? And you see Monica's mom sitting next to her. And she's like, Mom? And she's like crying. She's like, Mom, Mom. It's like, I'm nobody's mother. And then you see freaking Beast walk through. And he's like explaining what happened. Like, you must have got stuck. Or, you know, you must have changed dimensions. And Monica's mom is somebody called um, Vision or what? Not Vision. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Binary, who is like the ultimate Captain Marvel in the comic books. So she's like Captain Marvel, but like on a more godlike level. Interesting. So her mother is alive, but she's the Captain Marvel of that universe. Let's just hope that Loki rips that one branch off and breaks it because I am I, so sick of multiverse right now, man. It's and all I mean, be multiverse. I mean, well, yeah, but it's so goes. dumb. I think they need to fix that because now well, there's yeah, no end. The... To, there's no end to anything. So, Everything's got a spinoff. You can have anybody come back, which was so fun for a minute. Now it's just a nuisance. So let's roll into Loki because this is a good segue into Loki. Season two, Loki. What do you think? Because I talked for um, a, a long time. It's now. absolutely fantastic. I adored every second of it. I said this on the last one. We watched the finale last night, which blew my mind. It is my favorite Marvel series project. And if I put this on a rank with the movies, it would probably be in the top 10 of all of them. Agreed. It reinforced my my feeling that I just love Tom. I love Tom Hiddleston's Loki. I just love him as a character. He can pivot between good and bad and you questioning if he's good or if he's questioning if he's bad. Hell, he's got times where you question 
his orientation at all. Yeah. And this last scene was so incredibly good. I didn't see it coming. I have the chills on my arm right now. Mm-hmm. The visuals were great. And the yeah. story arc was fantastic. Yeah. I think that the story people behind this, they even had the foresight to write the TVA this good. Uh, I deserve massive props. And yeah. I think even they know that the multiverse is problematic, which is why they're trying to, I think, put the grab the reins of it a little bit. I mean, let's literally say the last scene that we see is Loki, spoiler, literally holding every single branch in the galaxy in both of his hands with his horns in a throne. I mean, Loki is back as being a God, bad guy. And I, whatever, I don't know how bad he's going to be, but I don't. Well, I think he's going to be the reason behind secret wars. He's going to put the people against each other in, in secret wars to see which timelines fucking live and which timelines die. Okay, so not to screw with people, but to screw with what the TVA built because yeah, like, with all the different universes, because he did not end as a villain. He literally took the reins and yeah. said, I'll do it to save people, which is anti-bad Loki. Right. But at the end, with the horns and him sitting there, literally and that smile on his face. And that smile it shows that this guy's, first of all, my favorite thing that the first thing I said right when it was over is like, thank God Loki's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, like seriously, all the other OG characters are gone, yeah. right? He's yeah. sticking around. And I honestly, I hope that he doesn't turn into a big bad because I really like Loki and I like liking him and disliking him. I think. But if he does, it'll be someone that's been around literally since yeah. the first Avengers. So I, I, I think it, it, this is how they're gonna bring X Men in, right? This is—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's gonna be Deadpool. Okay, so it, it, we'll talk about Deadpool in a second too, because I think Deadpool is also connected to all this stuff. Um, because I think Loki at the end smiling. I think he's gonna he knows he doesn't want to have to decide which universes live or die. I think he wants them to decide. They have the heart enough to save their universe or like you know save themselves. I think that's what Secret Wars is going to be about. Because you can't really do what the comics did, where it's just like a planet and you pull people from different things and throw them on a planet. I think this is a much better way to kind of get away from Kang, make Loki the bigger bad again, like the bigger bad. And, but not bad, just like he doesn't. Ambiguous. Yeah, like he doesn't want to choose. He wants to make. He wants to do his own thing yeah. and whatever he likes. And to be honest, I identify with that because I'm I like to I not really like identify as being a bad guy, but I kind of like the idea that he's he's serving his own good. It's yeah. whatever he thinks. And now he is literally in control of the galaxy's timelines. And so I just good, get the chills. Saying that, I just I we rewatched that ending like three minutes when it started going down. We yeah. keep on going back. It's so good. It is. It's 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 better than one division. Oh yeah. Opinion. Oh yeah. Yep. Um. Well, I wouldn't say oh yeah like that. I mean, one division no, I, is I, close one a. I will say that with an oh yeah for one solid reason is okay. we saw what happened with one division afterwards and it was. But that's garbage. not one division. Wait, that's not one division. No, but it just means no, no, no. Absolutely. But when you look down, like oh, all of that was kind of for nothing. That kind of bugs me. This, it can't be not for nothing. They literally took he who remains and killed him maybe, what, a hundred times? Mm. Going back and back and back and back. That was a ballsy move that was, by the well, way, Well, that was a Doctor Strange so move. It was a Doctor Strange move, except a little bit more intricate 
you know, not like I'm here That's to negotiate. I'm here to negotiate. I'm here to negotiate. That was more of an interesting. No, but even he was, even they were getting bored at toward the end. The, of course, that was the, the entire. No, no, no. I yeah. get that, but I just I think that it is better than Wandavision, in my opinion. Yeah, mostly. Just I think it is too, but not by not by like a lot. Like how I don't I I, I don't okay. think it's Wandavision's fault that freaking Doctor Strange in the multiverse killed it's Wanda. Not, like true, but it it just it made the show kind of useless. Yeah, but that's not the show's fault. I don't disagree. And when I, the show ended, I was like, problem this is... with MCU now. There's no communication between anybody. There, right. Like we said the last episode, there's no more like merging of the two. It's, oh, this is a, this is a Watika movie. This is a blank blank movie. This is yep. what's his and name it, then movie. it then it goes off on off the rails. And there's no connection. And there's no continuity. Absolutely. You need a connection now. Yes. Um, but I'm excited to see X-Men come in. I'm gonna say and if they're gonna be those X-Men, that means we get awesome Cyclops back. He deserves a comeback. What's his name? Um uh, uh, Marson. Jury duty, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Sonic. James Marson. Sonic. Yeah. Marson. I mean he's he just like all those people deserve to come back. I can't I want to see Halle Berry again in the storm outfit. That'd all be awesome. Them. All of that's 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 the best group. Um uh, especially with you know Hugh Jackman is and they did mention but... like the, he and the Beast did say like oh Professor the professor wants an update on her. So, like, they are in the mansion, dude. You see the X door. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's awesome. It's great. It's great. But, again, a movie should not be about the end post credit scene. No, which so, sadly which sadly has become the trope. And I right. remember James Gunn on Guardians 2. He said, I'm going to have a bunch of post credit scene. And you remember there are four in Guardians 2. Yeah. He goes, none of them mean anything for the, the future of the film. Right. One of them was Craglin learning to fly the thing, stabbing him. The other one was Groot playing video games and all that shit, you know, like yeah. that. So I thought that was good. Like post-credit yeah. scenes became the reason you see these things. And James Gunn literally tried to stop that. Like, this is not yeah. good. No, we need I, to tell so a story. Do you think, sorry to cut you off. Do you yeah, think um, DC... Did, when he launches his universe, do you think he'll have post-credit scenes? Yes, but I, I guarantee... Oh, that's a good point. I'm pretty... Yeah, oh, man, that's a good question, Steve. He'll definitely have post-credit scenes, but I don't know. He may do the thing where, no, for the beginning, they're gonna... I don't know, see, because they worked really well for the MCU at the beginning. Do you remember the end of Iron Man 1 where they were in the desert and you saw Thor's hammer? And I didn't know yeah, really two. what that meant. I'm like, Oh, that was that number two? That was Iron Man yeah. 2. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end of each one, you saw a little bit more, and it was a good yeah, tease. Yeah, it was just a little thought. tease, yeah. Yeah, that's that I could see him doing, especially when starting off a new entire world of DC to let people see, like, whatever. But I don't know, because he was very adamant against it with Guardians 2. And then you saw Guardians 3. The post credit scene was literally showing the new formation of the Guardians, which yeah. was a surprise to me, but doesn't really mean anything. So... uh you know, not in the longevity of the MCU, to be honest. It's, you know, whatever. But that's a good it, question. I don't know. I would love to ask him that. This reminds me because we were talking about, um, we're talking about, uh, James Gunn. Uh, he was helping write that Coyote first Acme film. Did you hear about this? No. John Cena's Coyote first Acme. It was like a live action slash blend animation with the Coyote, like, Going after like the Wiley Coyote, yeah, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it sounded promising, but guess what? Warner Brothers did. They pulled the Batgirl, and they're shelving it. Never going to show it again. Um, and they're going to take the credit. 
Um, it was reportedly produced on a $72 million budget, uh, set to release earlier this year, but it was shelled, um, and they can take a $30 million tax credit write-off. You know what I find so insanely annoying about this is studios and the rich can throw away money so easy. If I lost a $20 bill, I'm going to be pissed about it for a week. Like, seriously, if I lost $20, I'd be angry about it until this time next week. You know, they just threw away, you said, what's that difference? A 38 million tax write off? Is they're okay with losing 30 mil? I oh my God. So, my question is now, now I'm sorry, this is going to be like a flow of consciousness type show. Well, I think um, I, I know where you're going. I like this. Coyote vs. Acme, story by James Gunn, story by Jeremy Slater, story by Sammy Birch. James Gunn is number one on that list. A movie yeah. written by James Gunn, who is running a DC universe. And you yeah. shelve his movie because it's not good enough to release a James Gunn movie? That's an interesting point, A John point, Cena man. James Gunn movie? Yeah, which is typically just money in the bank. Uh, You're not wrong. Peacemaker and his director friend? Yeah. That's a bad look on Warner Brothers. It Warner is a bad Brothers look on Warner Brothers. deserves it's... better than yeah. this. I completely agree. I I, I was told you before, I was split on Batgirl. I think you should kind of do that, let people do it. But the, on the other hand, you don't want people's reputations tarnished. But I don't think you're ruining yeah, but anybody who worked Cena's on it said reputation. it was good. Everybody who worked on it said it was good. Michael, no, Kuma, they did not. That Michael is Kuma a lie, Steve. It. No, well, you're picking and choosing. We talked about this show, Steve. It was 50 50. A lot of the crew was like, this was going to be a nightmare to edit. That was the thing, like, to make this pretty, this is going to be a nightmare to edit. So many people thought that it was bad. Steve, they did screenings, and they said that the girl was a god-awful mess. So that's why I said, if it's that bad, then you just saved her rep. Because she's a new actress. I didn't want to see her tarnished by doing a stupid Batgirl movie. Yeah. Brendan Fraser himself was like, oh, I was bummed to see it not go, but, you know, I didn't really know where the story was going with this one. Okay. It was weird, like... I, I just I remember very vividly so many people had negative things to say, but either way, it seems like Warner Brothers is too easy losing money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're a mess over there. Who buys who buys them out? Who sudden, buys them out within a year? Nobody. No one. Oh, no, no, no one buys them out. I mean, they just bought out. They just got bought out by Discovery, correct? So that would mean Discovery would have to be bought out by what? Viacom? Somebody bigger? Is there anybody bigger? I mean. You can't say Disney. They're not buying anybody. They just bought the leftovers from Hulu, and they're looking at a 37% loss this year on everything. They lost $337 million this year on studio releases alone. $337 million. That amount of money that they lost this year on movies alone is the production budget for two other movies. That so means you, people aren't getting paid or getting jobs. So I don't know. I, you there's no me. way they could anyway. It'd be too much monopoly. But could? Yeah, was, I don't even think the FCC would allow that merger. You're right. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But there's other companies out there. Could I mean? Could A24 make a bid? Uh, no, but I small? thought you were going to say something different. I think the only one that could would be Amazon. That's a good point. Amazon, Amazon, I think, is the only one that has that amount of money. Apple to... has ties with Paramount, so that wouldn't work. Yeah, I don't even think they have the liquid funds. Apple Plus, their TV subscription is still in the in the red. They have not yet made a profit, which they said that they expect to go on for another five years. They just pay too much for these shows that people yeah. don't really care or watch about. And also, you and I have talked about this. This is all going to change because the strike just ended. They were giving away too many cheap services. 
Yeah. Now the services have all, every single streaming service has raised their prices in the yeah. past two months. All of them, yeah. every single one. And Apple's was the biggest bump I've seen. It went from $4.99 to $12.99. That's more than, that's, what is that? 200% jump? Yeah. I mean, that's, so. yeah, that's a huge jump. That's almost triple the rate. So at this point, I'm looking at cutting one. Um, but anyway, I, it's just going to roll down. And anyway, I just, I don't know where, anyway, we'll get on to that in a minute. But I just mean, I don't think anyone's buying them. I think that they're about as big as you can get. I uh, know. I think they're right for the picking, man. I think a, 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 the right be, studio, the right company comes in, yeah. swoops up, cleans house. Like you I, you don't put James, what you do don't you clean James Gunn out. But yeah, I was just going to say, can you imagine someone coming in and then wiping out James Gunn? <laughs> yeah, you don't. You There's know. no way that and, would happen, though. And by the way, I, I did call this when he got fired from Marvel way back when. When Disney See, you, fired him. You said that the day of Comic Con, like an hour and a half afterwards, we did that breaking. You were like, wouldn't it be great if he went to DC? And I just, we were laughing, like, there's no way that's going to happen. You're like, yeah, it could. And there he is. The same. Um, speaking of the actor strike, Steve, what a segue you give me. Um, it's over. After 118 days strike, um, it officially ended on 12.01 on Thursday, this past Thursday. Um, Steve, what did what what did they get? Uh, they got almost everything that the actors wanted. They got better health benefits. They got uh, higher salaries for crew and actors that don't get full-time contracts. So those background actors and stuff like yeah. that. Which higher pay rate, yeah. Which apparently was agreed day one. When the strike happened, they said, we agree to a 12% pay increase, which was literally the number that they asked for or something like that. That was on yeah. day one. Um, the big one was like you and I were talking off air. There are two big topics that um, one they got accomplished, the other one they kind of got accomplished. So one of them was AI. Mm-hmm. Now, the writers were worried about AI because they were literally having chat GBT write yeah. scripts, literally eliminating writers from the job. Good news is we've seen what those scripts look like, and they're atrocious. They have no human <laughs> yeah. heart or humor because a computer still can't write good ga- uh, gasps yeah. or gaps in, in dialogue. So it doesn't matter. So they the writers got that one. On this one, it comes down to consent by the actors. So mm-hmm. if you consent to use your seat, your face for or likeliness before, it was kind of like you gave them carte blanche to use that forever, almost yeah. like as many times as you want. Now it's on a scene by scene and an individual basis, which is common sense. If you're going to want to, first of all, who's going to want to take a Brad Pitt that approved it in 2006 and use that in 2026 when he yeah. looks different? That's wild. So now if they want to use their likeliness, they get paid for that. Mm -hmm. So that only appeals to the top 1% of actors because these lower ones, no one cares about. No one's going to worry about the likeliness of some C-list actor. They just hire another C-list actor. So this one just helps out the top earners, which I think is a little bit funny, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. It it makes sense to me. Uh, Also, the other one that they got was, and this one is a mixture And apparently this is the one that kept them going for the past month. And that is streaming residuals. And they didn't get exactly what they wanted, which was they wanted a percentage of share. Mm -hmm. You show this, we get a percentage of however many subscriptions you do. Their example was if Netflix charges $17 a month for a subscription and our movie eats up 5% of all viewership, we deserve 5% of everybody's Mm -hmm. uh, things. And they were like, there's no chance in hell because we're just doing repeats and you're not creating or doing anything. I stood by the studios on this one forever and I always would because it makes no sense. Here's what they did get is now they don't get a percentage, but they do get paid 
per screening of those things. So if it's showing on Disney Plus or Hulu or Netflix, they will do a, a conglomerate. They will look over every viewing that was done and they will say, just like in the six, was it the 80s, Steve, when was it? The 70s? When they started doing reruns. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, we want money for the reruns. It's pretty much that same thing. Yeah. Now they're getting paid for the reruns and multiple viewings. Not a percentage of every person at Netflix or Hulu or Disney right. Plus, but on the particular product that you brought in and was rewatched. So if you rewatch yeah, Loki sense. a million times, you just gave those actors a little bit more money because that is tracking as multiple views. Right. So that's what they're doing. Here's the other thing that I think is fascinating, Steve, and you, I'm telling you, you're going to be wrong on this because I know you're going to say, oh, I always side with the, the people. The one that they really were fighting for and everyone had to agree, all the studios, and I mm. can't remember which one of them said it perfectly was, it was the guy from Netflix. The guy from Netflix, by the way, is pretty easygoing. He was trying to meet their demands way early on with A24. Yeah. Like, we just want to keep going. We're riding a good flow here. Here's the thing that they were really bitching about was they wanted, oh, I was just losing my train of thought. It was a, a streaming one that had to do, oh, I just blanked. I just went off on the, the preamble and now I blanked. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't on residuals. It wasn't on multiple viewings. Uh, ah, shit. Oh my God. You. I don't know. I just, it just literally slipped my mind right now because I, I was giving you the, the preamble. What an asshole. I need to smoke less. <laughs> Greg Peters is the CEO. I think you're talking about. Oh, um, yeah, okay. I yeah, I don't know what he said. I I, I just heard about. Oh, the wait, AI. here it is. I got oh, it. I got it. I got oh, it. I got okay. it. Okay. I got it. What they wanted was they wanted the they wanted to see how many views their movies and shows got. And on streaming, it's secret. They do not have to show it. And so they were trying to get that changed. And they wanted to see, oh, well, I want to know how many times the Marvels was shown, how many people rewatched it, blah, blah, blah. They've all kept that number secret. And the Actors Guild tried to get that removed so that it was transparent how much. And the guy came out from Netflix and said, listen, I hear what you guys are saying. The reason we don't want to show you those things is to protect a lot of you because a lot of your projects fail poorly after episode one and if people saw the decrease of volume from episode one to episode two people wouldn't get paid your actors would not get support on their next roles and it would hold up paychecks and it would make the writers and your production studio not netflix but like disney or sony or whatever look bad they were like listen you can ask anybody we don't show those numbers because a lot of these numbers are horrible this is the new, it used to go straight to DVD, right? Remember that was a yeah. joke? And it's like, who's going to watch Sharknado 15? It went straight to AMC or whatever, right? Yeah. That's what he's saying. And so, a lot of the studios have agreed with that. And have said, yeah, a lot of these numbers are not good. And a lot okay, of these people so, are very popular. And if you start putting these out then there. That would be on them. That would be totally. On well, wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And then we could filter out who's shit and who's not, yeah, right? Yeah. But, and then what? You save more money because you're not going to get a, a project for them again. You're probably and then they right. can't say like, and then, so to stick up for them, how many times have we heard, look at, uh, what's his name from Lord of the Rings? Who did, who, who? who Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. How often and how many times did he have to sue New Line and Warner Brothers to get the right amount of money from the views and from the sales? Because they weren't yeah. transparent. That's the problem. Yeah. There's a I, history I, of this. Same thing with, with um, uh, Randall from Clerks. He didn't want to do a Clerks 2 because 
because Miramax screwed him on everything else. So, like, he That's had to wait till he Miramax got paid. Is. Like, see, it's been a history of not telling people the truth on the studio side. So yeah. maybe just have, like, a, a small group of people, you know, uh, that will, could look at the numbers for everybody. Wouldn't that be, like, the, the common sense thing to do? It would be. And I, I'm 50-50 on this. I, I, like that. So many of these people I, I like. And I, I want to see them do well. Like Nia yeah. DaCosta is one of my favorites. Yeah. And I, you know, whatever. So if your show that you make sucks and you're a younger writer, you may never get paid to write again. If they see that 1% of yeah. the people that watched episode one, watched episode two, yeah. that's that's horrible. You know who that doesn't hurt? It doesn't hurt Peter Jackson. It doesn't hurt Spielberg. It doesn't hurt Nia DaCosta. It doesn't hurt Jordan yeah. Peele. These are the number ones. It doesn't hurt them. It right. hurts the newer, growing, well, younger writers. But let me be clear. The Twilight I'm, Zone, I see. Yes, I wonder how those numbers look. Absolutely, you're not wrong. But I'm just saying, like, I am also for full disclosure. So I kind of wish that they showed the numbers, and then I could laugh at the shitty ones. Like I, I knew that that was garbage. Yeah. But they, I see their point too, and they Netflix and A24. Actually, A24 is like the king of it. They like to hire their people directly, the writers. Yeah. You go into Netflix's studio with a script and they pay. You don't have to have your an agent, you know, you know, lobby for you. Yeah. A lot of Netflix is you go in and they hold their writers very close to their heart. The Doofer brothers from Stranger Things yeah. walked into their studio with a script written down saying, yeah. we want to do this. Yeah. Imagine if that tanked, they would never get work again. Now yeah. they're going to have to try to become appraisers like me. And that's a horrible idea. <sighs> so- I see both sides and Netflix took it personally because that's the way that their model has always been. Yeah. Netflix programming was always original programming until they started buying bigger IPs and, you know, yeah. redoing stuff. So I could see their opinion on that. They were like, no, we're like kind of like an internal shop. We want to keep our shit inside yeah. and pay everybody what they agree. So that's, I, he sold it in a way that it was kind of, Honestly, it's kind of heartwarming. He's like, no, no, no. These are our people. We want to protect our people from the negative impact that comes for low viewership. Yeah. So, and, and Netflix has always been like that. So there's like, there's no, agree, there's never yeah. been an issue with transparency because they don't really have transparency. They don't have any. So the argument was they want it. And guess what? This was the last part I was going to bring up is that part didn't come true. Yeah. So they they all agreed that maybe keeping the numbers to the studios or to the production companies or the studios. Oh, it just wasn't this, worth it at this time. And it, it wasn't worth. That's what I'm saying. That's literally. I my think point. I think so, that's that's a good idea for now. But let's see how they get paid. How many years? How many Three, years does right? this contract last? Three. Three years. Three um, years. And if so you we'll think that this years is time, if they're okay. not, if they don't think they're getting paid the month, they're getting they should be getting paid. Then, then then it's time if, if it comes down to three years, we have to do the same nonsense again. Then it's time to take the gloves off. And the studios would be like, You want to see the numbers? Here you go. Yeah. The people that are at the top that are getting the most money have the worst views, and the people at the bottom that don't get the views but get the clicks. I mean, they get the views, but they're not getting the paychecks. Guess what? Someone at the top is gonna have to submit it on the paycheck so that the bottom people can come up and do it, just like the Doofer brothers yeah. versus Peter Jackson. Someone's gonna have to meet in the middle, and it's not the studio. So fine, if they're giving them three years to figure this out and if the, if if Fran Drescher and those narcissists over there want all of it then bring it on I had to throw that in because I know I like to fight with you on this but that's cool three years we have peace. yeah I mean I, I'm I'm with you bring it on like it's eat it's little it's eat it's eat or die in in that in in that industry yes so if you're is. not writing a good show why would you not be like 
be like, oh, if you, so let's say someone writes a terrible show for Netflix, right? Gets canceled season one. No one knows why. No one says anything now. But this goes through, and they and you can see why it got canceled. And they go to freaking Paramount Plus with a new show idea. You know what Paramount Plus can do? Hey, you guys, you wanted transparency. Look at your last show. What is this? this gonna, is this going to be any different? And you know what? If it's if it is, then tough. You did this on yourself. You this, have your own goddamn choices. You have your own freaking reason to do it. Yeah, and, and that's if, why, if it's that's... not you, if it's not the writing, and it's like, oh, it didn't get pushed. Or you know, you can kind of fight to yourself a little bit. But yeah, you would have to fight to yourself because that's fucking the world we live in. Yeah, and and that's my point is. I like the way that the CEO of Netflix explained that they keep it personal because they are close friends with these people and blah, 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 blah. And I like that. But then also I'm so sick of the people at the top begging for more. It's like, you know what? Your last thing was shit. And let's show you, let's show how many people did not care. So do it. But my point was that that was something that they didn't keep it going for. And I do have to give, you're never gonna hear me say this again. I give SAG props for submitting on that because that is a minor thing that does have positive and negative ramifications so if you want to let it go that's the one issue that you let ride and that's fine right and then in three years in in three years you'd be like listen when i know i know suits is number one why am i not getting paid for it now you know what i mean well said and all of a sudden suits is number one exactly so but you know what then it's also going to mean that these people are going to have to sign different contracts when they sign up with netflix they're going to say you want to put this on netflix we want this and then there's no you have to cannot be mad about this later you have to hit this viewership count you have to get this many clicks you have to get this and this and this for us to renew your contract see steve you're not always on the side of the worker because no because that's on the worker steve that's on the worker if they want transparency, this is, then, then this you is, are on the part way, of this. Then that's the way it's going to be. Because you're not an idiot, you are part studio. Because you see the yeah, rest. I'm in the middle. The studios I, are the I'm ones that pay. I'm to side with the creatives. But like, there's, there's a middle ground. These people are so... There if is you a want middle that, ground, exactly. If you want that, then that's the consequence. And I understand yeah, exactly. both. I would want it too. Yeah. I would want transparency. And if I'm sucking, I want somebody to tell me I'm sucking. No, you don't. No, then, you don't. Yes, you, you do. You, you, know, say, you get, Steve, you you get, say you get this. worse and worse and worse projects. You get shit like Love and Thunder. You get shit like um, like any freaking Marvel movie lately. Except for Guardians. Right. I, no, there's no one See, telling them that they suck. There's no, there's no person telling them no. Oh, no. Kathleen Kennedy's under my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that there is a common sense middle ground to all of this. And I think we're about as close as we are right now. And if this shit comes back in three years, I'm shutting down every streaming service and I'm just going to pirate everything and never give a cent to these people again. And I'll find a way of doing it or I'll just be happy living off the grid. We all know that that's not going to happen. But there's no way. But you can't just say that you would. I see that alien on the side of the alien leaves it just behind you in the closet. (laughs) <laughs> That's a puzzle. That's actually a uh, board game. <laughs> I look like a laser disc thing. Um, all right, there are a few more things. Uh, let's let's run through them real quick before we leave. Um, okay, uh, so quick. now that it's back on, they have released the scheduling for a lot of the things that were delayed, and I find this really fascinating. Twenty twenty four will have one MCU movie, and that comes out in the summer or late spring, whatever the hell we're calling that time Steve, of the year. That 
will be Mark dead. my words. This is going to be the subtitle of Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. Deadpool, Deadpool kills the Sony universe. There's 0% chance uh, uh, no, that Oh, no, sorry, happens. Fox Universe, Fox Universe. It doesn't matter. They, they will never put that in a title ever. Oh, they won't yeah, even they will. Say, they will never even say those words on screen. They will never. Oh, they will. Nope, Trust that's me. burning a bridge. They, they will never, ever. It's all it. Disney. It's Fox. They're going to they're gonna burn uh, it to the ground. Well, Freaking Electra's coming back. Rumors. I mean, all, I mean, Ben Affleck was seen on set. These are all Fox properties. Chris yeah. Evans? You don't think they can sneak Chris Evans in for for Johnny Storm? See, this is you, the thing Jessica that's funny. Alba? You, I you mean, do have a you do have a point. Now, all of these people are on either set. Either they and live all... or they go to the other universe. He'll take them with them. Because that's why that's what's gonna happen with Logan. Do you think it's gonna split up between Logan Deadpool, going one direction and Deadpool Deadpool, going the other? Deadpool kills the Fox universe. If they had balls, Steve, would you not run to see that freaking movie? Because you know there's going to be cameos. You know what's going to be in that movie. I think It's literally in the title. See, I think that obviously there's going to be an insane amount of cameos, but Luke, I also Luke don't Snyder think it's going to be obnoxious. For, for, for Sabretooth. What was that dude's name? Luke Snyder? I see, I, yeah, I love him. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Well, I'm just saying, I, I find it The title's find it right there, sitting right there for them to take. I find it fascinating. I'm in no matter what. Deadpool's arguably my favorite, you know, MCU character outside of anyone from Guardians. And uh, I'm in. But uh, these people showing up, the only way I think you're going to get Chris Evans back in right now is if he shows up in Deadpool and then they smooth talk him into doing it more. He was, you know in, what I mean? he was in that one scene for Free for Freetown or that Free, the one with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the, free the Guy. Movie, free Guy. He was in that one scene in the, in the, in the, yeah. in, in, and for no reason. Sean Levy directed that, and they're all best friends now. And they and you, know, you can't be like, you is, can't have Ryan Reynolds. Come on, just, just do a little cameo is, of Johnny exactly. Storm. Exactly, and this is the thing that's weird. And I just want to say this, because we heard earlier this year about how Ryan Reynolds is on set, and it broke my heart because I no longer like yeah, I Ryan I've never heard this. I, I, I tried to There's Google a podcast it. about it. They had What's-His-Name on it from Deadpool 1 and 2, the guy that goes, you look like an avocado, what's-his-name? Okay, wait, funny. first of all, that dude, you can, that dude has... Well, has, wait a minute. Has issues Hold on. of... Just, then you need to go and listen, because he said this, then a whole shit ton of people agreed with him. And Ryan Reynolds, for the first time in his life, exercised restraint and didn't make a joke about it. So anyway, my point is, I think that Ryan Reynolds has a lot of A-list best friends and anyone below him is garbage and he treats them like shit. So what to me that means is all of his A-list friends are going to want to be a part of Deadpool. All the people at the bottom are just going to be your regular hourly SAG people that are just going to show up, get their work done and get the hell out to the next thing. So you saying that a lot of those people are going to show up, I guarantee you they will, and it will take no effort from Ryan Reynolds to do it. He is a billionaire. He is charismatic as hell to the A-list, and uh, I think they love him. So they're going to show up. Don't, don't think that they're not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they're going to show up, and I just don't think everyone's going to like it. I think people, I think it's going to be. No, no, no. Amazing. People like us are going to like it because we're dumb and we love seeing our favorite people back on screen. Yeah, but, but the people that work for him and the people that were just on the okay. lines are going so to be the ones. I, that I saw this article. It's from 2022. TJ Miller, last right? Year. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, it is last year. Holy crap. Um, okay. I'm, I'm just kind of scrolling. You know what? He is now, I, what's I, his name, I, is a weird dude. And he has been fired. And he's a liar. He is a shit. proven liar. Doesn't matter. Agreed. He has said that. I, I don't, see, all I don't of see anybody else out, coming out. The, Including the director of Deadpool 1, which is why he yeah, left. Yeah, but we know those Deadpool are falling 2. out between Doesn't matter. Two. That means that he has some people agreeing with him. He can't be totally yeah, lying. Yeah, but one or two director... people who think you're a dick does not mean everybody thinks you're a dick or means you're a dick. No, but a lot of people think I'm a dick. I'm not a dick. I don't, I'm not sure that there are that many people. No, there's a few. Trust me. There's one or two. I, I trust you. Trust me. Some people think you're a dick. See? Well, hold on a second. A ton of people think I'm a dick because I am a dick. There's a huge difference. You're not a dick and you don't pretend to be. I own it. Um, I, I don't know. I don't trust the dude. I don't trust TJ Miller and I don't trust that director. TJ Miller. Thank you. God, yeah. I couldn't get his name. I don't, I don't trust either of them. And after watching um, Wrexham and like the way he allows the town to like talk about him, how he smashed that one guy. On, do not get me started on Wrexham because I have very polarizing opinions on that. Really? But you're, yes. And the, the, the good part, and I literally just talked about this with my mom on the phone, is Ryan Reynolds because he's a secondary person. Rob McElhenney wants the show to be called Rob's Wrexham. Oh, that's and true. he's in yeah. every scene. They film it in his especially, mansion. He brings his friends. One. Yes. Especially and the last then he, one. Yep, it's nauseating. Rob McElhenney from very narcissistic. Sunny, it, that it, yes, and I mean you're an actor. You're gonna be you're gonna be narcissistic. Um, you have to, and you have to be as to be an athlete. Too. You know, I've never said that. that episode, that's not the episode, a, episode. I think we're talking about right. The one where so, the people from Always Sunny. Yeah, and like in yeah. the one uh, talk about how he came from a, a lesbian mother and stuff. Which okay, was no, the, and I don't care about that. But no, 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 no. no. I just we're on the same episode. Yeah, yeah. but. How much green time did his family get versus Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds didn't fight for that. His mother was in it for like maybe what, two minutes? Yeah, she was the intro cold opening and that talking was it. shit about his and, dead and he father. Talked about and it a was, little bit. This is this is my point. This is my point. Ryan Reynolds has almost nothing to do with that show anymore, and I like him for it because I've been watching now for what twenty episodes, yeah. and I am more smitten with the characters in that show from oh, the yeah, players on the, the field to the, the people in the town. Yeah. I don't need to see them. And every time I see Rob with this stupid fucking hat, I want to change the channel because he annoys me and he's too much of a douchebag. So will you not My watch Always said, Sunny anymore? Oh, I always will watch Always Sunny because I can't not like them. But because he's the only character on that show I don't like. Oh, really? I, actually, I like him on wait, that. And that's not. Wait a minute. I love Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate Rob McElhenney. I love Mac on the well, show. That's I mean. Not every actor is going to be somebody. You, you Ooh, and I'm enjoy. okay with that. Yeah. I'm not even saying that. I love it. But and anyway. So. I mean, he doesn't. I can see where you're coming from. It doesn't bother me because I just know That's actors are actors are, are like that. Some, yeah, are, well, some are way more. Emotion. Some are like Tom Hanks level and some are his level. Yeah. Okay. And some are just like athletes. Some, athletes some are three Larson's total... level. I mean, there's all different, 100%. All, all yep. kinds of different levels. You're 100% um, right. Exactly. I agree. But with yeah, you, so. uh, I'm looking forward to Deadpool 3. And I was going to say, because he's going to kill the entire Fox universe, that this will blend all the people we want back into that universe. I think that's going to work. And then um, Secret Wars will kind of tie everything else in. This is a big, huge reboot. They can do a cold reboot with the end of Loki, Kings out. Big, huge reboot coming here's, up right now. Here's why I disagree with you, is they started making Deadpool before the strike. And that was before we knew that yeah, but Captain it was only, Marvel it was, only was half going to be shit. 
That's before we knew all these other things were going to fail. And that was, they started writing that beforehand. And then they had to stop shooting because they could not ad lib on set when the writer's strike happened. Yeah. So all of Deadpool happened before all of this shit went but down. But it wasn't fully shot. It was only no, a- actually only about 10% is. That means yeah, that so they must have rewritten almost all of it during the strike. I'm, well, they, the writers have been off strike for a while now. About a month, but yeah. I, I mean, it. you could rewrite a script in a month. And they, it's not like they put their pens away for the, you know, the 90 days that they were Steve, working. They were at home re-scripting shit. What are you talking yeah, those about? Those fucking liars. Exactly. But my point is when they, where it's over, cool. We need to address this. We're redoing this movie before we come back. And I wouldn't mind because they had a month to do it before the actors was yeah. over. It would be perfect. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to be the way you think. Either way, I, think it is. I, I, I love this. Now you have me all excited. And if it's not that, I'm going to be bummed out. <laughs> All right, let's talk about two real quick trailers real quick. Um, I mean, Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. That looks freaking awesome. I can't I can't wait. I am yeah. super excited. I didn't know the original cast was coming back. I didn't I knew it was gonna take place in New York. Uh, but it's a whole new story, like we something we've never seen. A cool new story from the sounds of Dan Aykroyd and, and Patton was saying in the in the mm-hmm. trailer. And like it ha- it ha- it has that level of the first one, I feel like, where the other one, the last one was great, but it wasn't didn't have that like scare factor. This one has that scare factor. Agreed. Which and I like that about the last one. About Afterlife, it was more of a family story. Yeah. This one Which is you Ghostbusters. To build again. that up, like you have to. If you, if need... you don't, if you don't build a good template or a baseline, then it's not going to work. So I agree with you. If you don't cry when Egon comes shows up at the end, then you are freaking heartless, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I, I think it looks amazing. It's written by uh what's his name and directed by uh Jason Reitman's best friend Gil Keenan. Yeah. Uh, so and Camille's in it. Camille's, Camille's in it. I yeah, mean, it, great people are in this movie. So I yep. I have Ecto one is cleaned up now. And if you oh, pause the trailer so like we did, they have added a door to the other side. Other which side means I saw that. And I think it's gonna have double gunner doors, which yep. is gonna be super cool. Um, I'm gonna make a prediction. Okay. I think we're going to see Slimer in this movie because in the trailer, they very clearly show um, Spook Central, a.k.a. not Spook Central. That's where Dana Barrett lives. But they showed the firehouse. Yeah, they showed the, the containment yeah. unit very clearly. I think we're going to see Slimer again. Also, in the Sweet. trailer, you see Zed Moore in his fucking gear. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Um, also, you see Bill Murray in his gear. But seeing okay. Winston Bill literally Murray, holding a pro Bill Murray pack, dies, right, in this movie? A hundred percent. He may die in the first 20 minutes. I yeah. mean, he could literally be in it for two seconds and then be gone. But Winston's in there as my favorite Ghostbuster since I was a kid. Actually, no, it was the two of them. But I love seeing him fixing up Ecto-1, being in charge of the Ghost Corpse, which is apparently what they're going to call it. And yeah. if you know the lore, it could go to San Francisco next because apparently... It was supposed to be Ghostbusters 3 was in San Francisco with a different group of people called yeah. Ghost Corpse. And now they're trying to bring that back. So who the hell knows? But Paul Rudd laughing at the end of that trailer <laughs> is the funniest thing ever. His laugh is like, whoa. <laughs> like that nervous laugh. Right? His yeah, nervous exactly. It's so great. It reminds, Dune, Ac- it reminds me of Ackroyd in the first one. When he's yeah, like, exactly. Oh. 100%. Yep. Yeah. Carrie Dune in her full gear. All of the kids in their stuff. Ecto one so being good. Up. Yep, I'm very, very excited for it. Um, we've watched the trailer probably 30 times. Speaking of trailers, another big one dropped the other day. Dead. Inside Out 2, which just broke the record for most animated clicks on uh, views in the first 24 hours. It beat Frozen 2 by 
I can't remember what I read to you. It closed out on my screen. I think it said by 30 million views wow. in the first 24 hours. So uh, in the new teaser trailer, you do get to meet the new character, which is Anxiety. One of the new uh, characters. One of the new characters. They On the poster, you see four underneath them. Yeah. You can see their faces. They've announced uh, all the different characters, but not the character, the actors. Now, here's the other thing, Steve. I don't know if you look this up. A lot of the main people are not back in it. Bill well, Hader is no Bill longer. Bill Hader and yeah. Wendy I think that would no, and what's his name is no longer anger. Oh, really? Yeah, so three of the four are gone. It's just what's her name? Pretty oh, actually, three of the five. What's her name? Um, sadness is back, and obviously joy is back. But the other ones, it's it's not voiced by the same people. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't know why they did that. Maybe just timing. I know Mindy Kaling is a little bit of a difficult person to get on your page anymore uh what's his name bill Hader. i don't know why it's just, he a, salary, it. it's just a salary disputes salary disputes that's yeah. interesting to me but you know what you can dispute today they're going to hire someone that sounds just like you look at rick and morty and i do not care yeah you better be careful because that, that trail looks great it, 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 it gave yeah. me it gave me peak pixar fails again it does doesn't it make you feel and the like animation pixar is great when just... anxiety does her crossing of the hands when she's talking and yeah. stuff uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no it's, this one this one yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one the shake yeah. of the hands uh, yep i mean it's like anxiety it's great it's oh uh, voiced by maya to... hawk by the way which is cool because that was announced literally seconds before the trailer came out and then everyone was all pumped to see that so it's a great uh, trailer Go it is it. a very Go good it. trailer. Um, I went from being kind of pessimistic about a sequel to arguably my favorite Pixar movie. And then seeing this, I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know why I thought anything bad in the first place. Pixar can well, do an amazing sequel. Incredibles 2, fantastic. Okay. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, absolutely fantastic. Cars 2. So, car, well, I mean, Cars 1 wasn't even really good enough to validate a sequel. But, I mean, we got Cars 2. Cars 3, though. Cars 3 is a solid friggin' movie. Cars 3 is a solid view. It's underrated. It's really underrated. I like that I don't movie know about a lot. Underrated. I just know that it's better. Should we watch it. We watch it with um we watch no, it no, with no. your with your neat nephew. I, yeah, no, wait a minute. Did I just say the same thing? I just said that it's I think I did agree with you. I think it is underrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why well, are you fucking argue with me then? Well, you know what, Steve? Myself. You know what, Steve? Go be a fucking rainbow. By the way, I agree with you on TJ Miller, except a lot of people had his back afterwards. But a I don't see that. I honestly don't see that. I see I see the director of the first one, but I don't see anybody else. Everybody else talks so nicely about him. I don't I do not trust TJ Miller. I do not trust him. I never thought he was funny. I never thought he was a good actor. 
And, and- uh, thought he was a good actor. No. Did I laugh every single time he spoke on Deadpool 1 and 2? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, but who is that? Is that is that Ryan Reynolds like poking the beard or making funny? Or is that him being Maybe. actually funny? You could be you could be totally right. I, I have no idea, but based just, on what I don't he said. I see it with Ryan Reynolds. I see it with Mac. See, with I think Mac, you just don't McEnany. McElhaney, absolutely. Um, I just don't think you want to see no, it. No, I, I would Reynolds. see it if I saw it. But yeah, like, actually, you're not that kind of no, person. Ellen, you're, you're I was the first one to say Ellen is a fucking liar and there's something you dark about 100%. her. 100%. Yep, you were right. And you said the same thing about that stupid fuck that's uh, the English guy that's a douchebag that's now hated by everybody except you just got a new show. We talked about that. Oh, oh my God. Um, I know who you're talking he, about. He had a late night show and then they canceled him and now he has a new late night show. He's a BBC guy that people hate. Gordon. He's a voice. Gordon. Yeah, yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... James Corden. Fuck that yeah. guy. You Anybody said who's... that same thing. Yeah. So I, I think right. I'm I take that back. I take I that I'm back. I'm going to pick it up bullshit. Yeah, people. you're. I I would agree with that. So maybe maybe I, I think I I think Mike Mike Henney or whatever his name is is just Rob. Yeah, Rob he's McElhaney, just. Yeah, yeah. I'm he wants glad the you attention. He he does. craves attention. Wait, it's it's Fantastic Four thing is in this one, right? In this game. Wait, yeah. what? There's a building with the Fantastic Four logo on it. Is there really? Baxter Building. You oh on. yeah, the the Baxter Building is in it. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm only twenty one percent, but I think yeah. that's because it takes the whole thing, right? It's twenty. Yeah, it's twenty one percent of everything in the game. Of the entire game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. All, All right, right. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I am, I am I, seriously. I, I am really this by demand. It's so what? Oh wait, you played it already? I, I thought you just it. I, I, I'm up to. You play it like a fucking old person, though. I still, I sure do. I just want the story. Um, they're just out of a high school. Miss. What part? Where, to high school? Where? Oh, you mean when like, what they're walking around the in there and they have to yeah, ride yeah, their yeah. bikes? Yeah. And it's a flashback of whatever. Yeah. I actually thought that was really cool. Yeah, and Craven. Uh, Craven was the last thing I played. Where they like Rhino escaped and Mr. Negative. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last thing I did. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm I'm slightly ahead of you. Actually, yeah. I'm quite a bit ahead of you, honestly, if I think about it. I fell asleep playing last night. <laughs> Is that why you meant you play like an old person? <laughs> Until Chris got home. You just fell asleep, like with the controller in your hand, or what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I paused it and I went to look on my phone, and I fell asleep. I'm yeah. old now. I like that. That's great. 